humanoids we are back it is the life is mild podcast i am one of your hosts i am brian i'm your other host i am sterling brian this is our season finale insert reggae air horn here (laughs) oh my god next season i'm gonna have a soundboard i'm working here you go (laughs) how are you how are you doing I'm good. I'm good. Uh, before this, I'm, I'm coming off a of vacation first. This is our oh. first uh, like family vacation, I think, in like, oh, Jesus, just the three of us. It might be the first one ever. <laughs> we just had our first like real one when we went to New York. So I get that. Yeah. So, yeah, that was a lot of a lot of hiking, a lot oh. of a lot of outdoor stuff, a lot of a lot of things I wouldn't normally do. <laughs> pulled out of my comfort zone and had a pretty good time good got to to see former uh former north parks uh students eric eck and binyamanos oh shout out to those two shout out to eck by the time this comes out i i hope that he's a father uh his wife is due any day now my goodness my good congratulations so uh fingers crossed erica uh how are you you know, I'm doing good. Uh, the family got the Rona. So, but we are fine. We are healthy. We all felt really crappy for like one day each. And then, you know, and then you're just kind of like sick. And I was like, I'm really thankful for vaccines um, because we were able to get over it pretty quickly. And Hopefully no long-term COVID effects or anything like that. I had the fatigue for a while, though, and that fatigue was no joke. <laughs> like, it was no joke. Real weird. And I think Langston had it, too, but it's harder for him to understand what that is. He's just like, I'm tired. <laughs> I was like, I think you got the fatigues, buddy. Like, you're just up, kid. <laughs> Yeah, <laughs> like, you just sleep. Like, usually I have a really hard time falling asleep, and I would, like, lay in bed and immediately be out and then sleep for like 10 hours whatever like it was just and I don't do that so but we're all good and this was like the first weekend we in since before we got COVID which was in before the before four (laughs) yeah right um we just we went out this weekend like we saw people it was nice to to get out of the house because we were all we were all like the Tuesday we all got to go back to like work and school and I only go to work one day a week and it's on Tuesdays I think we were all just like yes we get to get out of the house like, everybody was up at like 5 a.m dressed <laughs> ready to just go. looking at the clock <laughs> so yes everything in these parts they're pretty good we're doing okay good 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 Get vaccinated if you haven't been vaccinated to our listeners. I feel like if you listen to us, you are vaccinated. You have to be, right? You may not believe in it, but you know that I would roast you and possibly physically assault you if I found out that you were not vaccinated. You were vaccinated. Like, you're so dumb if you don't at this point. And I'm just like, okay, if people aren't going to get it, then you're not going to get it. But like, let me get your booster then. Because you're, I'm over this. I don't want to they're dumb i'm not let's just do it like this yeah somebody i work with was like well how many boosters do we need i was like don't know don't care gonna get them all because guess what i used to drink like alcohol out of a garbage can (laughs) (laughs) right right i have taken shots of cheap smirnoff vodka and chased it with pbr do you think i care what goes in my body he said we drank something called the pink panty dropper which had like pop-off vodka in it made in a trash can with like lemonade concentrate do you know what what pop-off vodka is okay it's the stuff the soviets used to use to clean tank parts i refuse to believe that people drank that except for idiotic 21 to 23 year olds exactly so like mm, i'll take a vaccine so yeah i drink pop-off I can take a vaccine. I'll be fine. I've taken a shot of Everclear before. <laughs> Do you think I'm smart enough to care about what goes in my body? I'm an idiot. <laughs> oh, man. 
<sighs> COVID. It's a never ending nightmare. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, so what's been trending out there? What's been going on? What's been happening in the world? Okay, so this one uh, might be a little bit dated, but uh, apparently there's been a little bit of beef somewhat, I guess. I don't know. Uh, so Jack Harlow, the the harmless uh, harmless rapper from Louisville, uh, was on Adorable. some was on some radio show and they're you know asking him questions just doing the stupid pre-album drop like interviews like oh, what did you do uh, is your favorite sandwich a banana sandwich or a peanut butter sandwich <laughs> like that's stupid stuff a banana um, sandwich <laughs> i don't know what the hell they ask <laughs> i just know it's stupid uh, well um they were playing okay so Ah, here it is. So they were playing some game where they were asking him like, oh, who is this uh, artist and what's the name of the song? Well, at one point they played Angel in Disguise by Brandy, thinking that, oh, yeah, he'll know this one. But he didn't know it. Yeah. And this has set off a somewhat of a ridiculous firestorm against Jack Harlow. It's so dumb. <laughs> it's so dumb because he's, he's young right he's, yeah he's only 24 years old okay so like why would he know brandy i'm just like it, it would be more upsetting if he were like 36 and didn't know brandy yeah he was born in 1998 and like, i think brandy's last album came out when he it was like 2004 yeah 2008 exactly. i was like oh ain't no 10 year old from louisville listening to no brandy, brandy. album like that's no shade to her but as my niece once told me like some things aren't made for you exactly he was what 10 and a white boy like well, also he was 10 and brandy wasn't as popular as no. she was at like the beginning of her career by the exactly. time her left so like it's i thought it stood well within reason that he might not know that brandy and ray j were siblings no yeah like who cares also like she he ray j is he doesn't do shit yeah. so let's just be clear about that well <laughs> and, ray j does one thing <laughs> <laughs> we know we know one thing that ray j does uh <laughs> oh no uh yes so, <laughs> <laughs> And Brandy, like, I mean, she was just on that show Queens, but that just got canceled. But before that, she wasn't really doing much. What it's just it's it, a dumb it, thing for people to get upset about. He's yeah. 24. Who cares? Brandy's not popular anymore at all. So, like well, I saw people like, oh, oh, see, this is why you he's a culture vulture and he just steals from black culture and blah blah blah. I was like, I've never seen it. And again. I don't listen to Jack Harlow's music, Neither. but the music that I have heard of his, I mean, he's a talented dude, but he seems like he's authentically him. He's not talking like, he's not pulling an Aquafina, you no. know, and being all exaggerated and over the top. Like, he's just a, he's just a young white dude from Louisville. Who, if you asked me, like, uh, I don't, if this was like 1983, it was like, do you know who Donny Osmond's sister is? I'd be like, uh, hell, I don't know. Like, I'm running around for the Osmonds, like exactly. exactly. What the fuck am I supposed to do? I don't like. It's just not a part of my life or whatever. So I don't. Yeah, I don't. This is so dumb. I hate when people do this. And I was like, he's so young. Why are you people forgetting that? And he's not researching Brandy before he gets on this show. You know what I'm saying? Like he just yeah. got name this tune or who did this? I don't know. It's Brandy. Oh, okay. And he didn't say anything like disrespectful either after they told him. He was like, oh, y'all got a, his quote, y'all got a good clip off that one. Ray, Ray J and Brandy are siblings. I had no idea, bruh. <laughs> Nobody ever told me this. <laughs> <laughs> there you go. 
done and done. And then she rep- like she gets on Twitter and she's like, I will murk this dude and rap at 43 on his own beats and then sing his ass to sleep. And I'm like, okay, Rand- Brandy, now you're just trying to get some attention. Like, let's, exactly. Let's pump like, the brakes. You're 43. Stop doing this. Try- stop t- having Twitter beef with a 24-year-old boy. Who like- literally does not know who you are. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> just it doesn't matter and she's like she goes i know i'm mad late but it was a joke i didn't know he rapped so i was just poking and i'm like okay you know he raps yeah like you again i don't listen to his music but i know he raps like yeah i don't listen to his music either i know exactly who jack harlow is yeah i was like oh man everybody really seems to like this dude he must be pretty damn decent yep yep that's it so yeah, I'm confused by this beef. It doesn't make sense to me. So I must be getting old. Right? I think that's just it. Also, I can't believe Brandy's 43. I always thought she was a little bit older than us. Like a lot more older than us. But then it makes sense. I don't know. Whatever. Sidebar. It, it, well, I, I was more of a Monica, Monica yeah. guy myself. Uh, you know, I was well under the belief that like oh yeah of course i'll meet monica we'll get married and uh, that'll be that Uh, i'll be the starting guard for the chicago bulls and married to monica yes we'll have uh uh, r&b uh basketball babies and uh it'll be fantastic a little beautiful life (laughs) it didn't work out that way i've got a (laughs) i've got a small beige child with a with a with a beautiful lady from uh from michigan uh didn't see it coming, but I'm glad it happened. So there we glad go. Glad it happened. It's a good life. Not complaining. Not at all. <laughs> uh, what else is going on out there? Okay, so this isn't like really trending, but I saw like a couple of uh, a couple of tweets where white people were like just taking black and specifically, I guess, uh, black gay culture slang and using mm. it, and it just was like wrong <laughs> like it wasn't even used correctly right. um so i was like what are some white slang that we can appropriate <laughs> like this is this is something i've been thinking about now for like three weeks like what are some white terms that yes. you know that we the blacks can take because <laughs> they've taken so many of our sweet oh, oh my god they, so take many all, of our, they take everything from us like I just saw like some corporate brand describe something as mid the other day. And I was like, damn it. I mid saw was, that too. I was like, mid was so good. And I they, saw that it's too. R.I.P. mid. Yep. I was it like, was, well, it's over. <laughs> had a good <laughs> run. Good run. It had a good run. It's done now. Forever. So I think because like in the car business, I work with like older white guys. Like I come across older white guys more. Um, Couple of couple of terms I'm gonna take take back. Uh, I'm gonna start calling people up. Bucko. Oh my god, Bucko was the one that I was gonna <laughs> say. <laughs> hey, all right, Bucko. All right, buddy. Hey, guy. Hey, guy. Oh, you know a white guy's man when he starts like using like friendly terms with yep. me in a stern voice, like oh, "Okay, pal." All right, buddy. <laughs> Look here, friend. <laughs> friend is my favorite. Okay, friend. It just reminds me of like South Park has that running joke where the Canadians, <laughs> he's not your buddy guy. I'm not your guy friend. He's not your friend, pal. <laughs> I, love I love that so much. <laughs> so guess what, white people? If you're listening, Bucko now belongs to the Blacks. We're taking it back. <laughs> In the same vein as Bucko, look here, pal. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> Got a stick of finger. Okay, look okay. here, pal. Very stern. Very finger stern. in the face. Um, I've got cut the malarkey. <laughs> <laughs> Malarkey's a good one. Well, I saw somebody tweet like um back on my bullshit, and I'm like Okay, Helen, you are not back on your bullshit. Yeah. So that's why I'm like, you know what? Fuck it. I'm, you can ha- have bullshit. We take a malarkey. I'm taking malarkey, bucko. <laughs> and ain't anything you can do about it, pal. 
<laughs> Got it, friend. <laughs> I feel like you can add cut the and anything, and it just it comes off very Karen-ish, it no does. matter what it is. Cut the crap. Cut the crap. <laughs> love it. I love cut the. <laughs> and it's it's good with kids, I will say. Hey, hey, cut the crap. <laughs> Look here, buddy. What did I say, friend? (laughs) (laughs) Julian, I'm not going to tell you one more time, pal. All right? I'm giving you to the count of three, bucko. (laughs) Get to your room and cut the malarkey. (laughs) I love this. Oh God, my head is hurting. I know, it's so funny. I love it. <sighs> God. So yeah, that, that was just the, that was a little thing I had going. I like it though. I like it because you are right. The, the, the whites, the whites like to steal all the slang, all the terms, everything. Use it, then they put it into advertising or something and ruin it. Next thing I mean, you know. Even thinking of like woke, right? Woke was like, a black term and now it's awful and like it's just this thing that's evolved into this horrible thing i guess even well, though you got bill maher now be like well woke culture yeah. and i'm like Ugh. 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 right they take everything so i like it we're taking we're taking things of theirs we're taking bucko and pam I, I miss woke though i used to tell people all the time yeah. stay woke yeah <laughs> oh, it was it was, so it, was it was good i have a t-shirt that this black comedian made and it's got like it's the star wars like font but it says stay woke Same. and then on the back it says may the woke be with you <laughs> <laughs> i can't wear that shirt anymore. no you can't it's such a good shirt too. i know stupid white people Ugh. Ugh. Well, white, people I... white people tm okay don't don't be yeah, yeah. don't be texting us yep. being like hey I thought we were friends we you were said friends. that white people suck like it's no like, yeah. white people TM just you like know. men TM like yep. that as you a know. brand y'all know <laughs> you know you know what we mean obviously cut the crack I could do it all day. I could do it all day. It's so much fun. (laughs) Well, something that has been trending that I have found absolutely fucking hilarious is the, uh, that's why this Pride Month I'm partnering with Trend. (laughs) It's like all all the LGBTQ people have been tweeting. And I found a few of my favorites. So if you're on Twitter, you've probably seen some of these, but if you're not, it will say things like this. As a a horny trans mask person, I often find myself wildly dysphoric that I don't have the meat, so to speak. That's why this Pride Month, I'm partnering with Arby's too. I saw that. I almost beat my pants. <laughs> it's so hard. <sighs> oh. As a queer teenager, I was bullied for dating a girl. They called me a carpet muncher. That's why this Pride Month, I'm partnering with Stanley, Stanley Steamer, the carpet cleaner. Oh, oh God. I, I found a couple. Okay. Growing up queer, I could never tell if girls were being friendly or just trying to fuck. That's why this Pride Month, I'm partnering with your bitch. <laughs> As a bisexual man of color, my big brown package is always ready for overnight service so that's why this pride month i'm partnering with ups 
Oh my god. I'm fucking stupid. That's why for this Pride Month, I'm partnering up with the cops. (laughs) (laughs) Oh my god. They're so funny. They're so funny. There's so many of them too. There's so many. I tried to get like my five favorite, but I couldn't. No. It was, I found those three and I was like, just stick with those. Cause I kept being like, here's another one. And I was like, just do three, <laughs> just stick with these three and keep it moving. Cause I was like, I'll read this whole thread. This will be the whole podcast yes. episode. It's just reading these tweets. As a gay teenager, i never felt like I was given the proper space to spread my wings and fly. That's why this pride month I've partnered with Boeing to give every struggling gay <laughs> child the 787. <laughs> Okay, one more. As a queer white man in science, I found things to be pretty easy. That's why this Pride Month, I'm partnering with Staples. (laughs) (laughs) Yes. Oh, oh, it's so good. It's Uh, so good. Like, what is, and they just pop up. Like, that's the best part is I'll just be on Twitter and I'm scrolling, I'll see it and I just bust out laughing every fucking time. I'm like, oh. they're undefeated they're so good they're just so so good and not to like sidetrack from this one but have you seen like some of the juneteenth products yes so i feel like a coon because i want that ice cream (laughs) (laughs) i was like hold tight walmart before you like pull those off the shelves let me run over there right fast. Let, Let me get that ice cream rug. I mean, red velvet cheesecake. I mean, you talking my language. <laughs> I mean, I'll, I'll pay a white person to go in and buy it for me so I don't get called a cone. But And also the, uh, the cell of, uh, what was it? The, uh, the paper plates that said, it's the freedom for me. <laughs> yes. <laughs> yes. And I know the white person that, okay that was like we go kill them this june we go kill (laughs) the blacks are gonna love this they're gonna eat this up (laughs) surprise we did not (laughs) black twitter was not amused (laughs) not even a little bit loved it i was like everything went away in like 24 hours and walmart was like we don't want this smoke (laughs) nope (laughs) we will be removing everything immediately immediately it's like you saw what Black Twitter did to that woman who just like leaned over Beyonce to ask Jay Z what he wanted to drink, right? And she was just asking for a drink order. <laughs> <laughs> what would you like? What beverage would you like? She had to move, move out of the country. <laughs> I was like, God damn! <laughs> like, put her, put her on play. <laughs> I was like, you had a basketball game. You can't hear. She just had to lean in. Nope. Beyonce wasn't mad. She just gave her order herself. <laughs> Please don't oh. come after me, Black Twitter. I'm I'm weak. No. I, I'm I, don't. I don't have the resolve to fight y'all. No, like I'll just I'll just go away. I'll, I'll no, pull a forever. Walmart. <laughs> forever. I don't have it. I can't do it. Hashtag cancel me, baby, because I don't want that smoke. <laughs> <laughs> I'll be like delete all of my social media presence and never go online again. I will just have email. I don't even think I'd have that. You got to get me by like snail mail or by like a falcon. <laughs> Please send an owl too. <laughs> uh, why hasn't Sterling got back to me? I sent an owl out two weeks ago. Two weeks ago. Does she want to record this podcast or not? God damn it. What are we going to talk about? So with the with the current events, we decided to keep it light because the world is a dumpster fire. So we're of just gonna, epic proportions. Oh my god! Like everything bad that could go wrong, I feel like has gone wrong, and uh, I'm just waiting for like another like 
earthquake or flood. So we're, we're, we're due for some natural disasters. I think that's all that's really left on the- I'm just waiting on a literal shit storm, like a storm composed purely of shit. Yeah. Because that's the only thing that hasn't happened yet. I think so. I think we're just ready for that. That's, that's next. So yeah, I'll just open the door and be like, huh? Yeah. Smells like shit. Guess I'll call in today. (laughs) I guess it's that shit storm we were expecting. So yeah, so uh, we decided to uh, skip some of that because you know about it. We know about it. There's not really much to say. Uh, So instead, we're going to talk about how Morbius bombed bombed at the box office again. So as most of you know, uh, Morbius was the movie, the, the scientist who accidentally turns himself into a vampire. It's a DC movie. DC? No, it's technically Marvel. It's Marvel. Um, But uh, so Morbius is this super sick doctor. He does a bunch of experiments on himself, turns himself into like this vampire and he has to decide, oh, am I going half, basically like half bat, half man, Mm -hmm. trying to decide like, am I going to be evil or am I going to be, you know, be good and help people, blah, blah, blah. Oh, well, apparently the movie sucked. I did not see it. I also did not see it. And you yeah. know, if I haven't seen a comic book movie, it's gotta fucking suck. It's gotta fucking suck. So like Twitter does, <clears throat> it made fun of it. Just dragged it, dragged it, dragged it. <clears throat> created a bunch of memes. And then I guess they saw this and said, hey, people must have loved it. <laughs> Let's put it back in the theaters. And it bombed again, only making $85,000. And just like for comparison, I think it was the new, um, what's it called movie? Top Gun movie, same weekend, Mm -hmm. made $25 million. So just for comparison in a weekend. So a couple of things. Okay, so it was 85,000 just that Friday. So they made 280,000 over the weekend. Over the weekend, okay. So I did a little bit of research here because I was like, 280,000 just is, that does not seem like a good weekend. No. Here are just two movies that uh, beat it. So Geely. Oh, okay. Geely made $3.75 million its opening weekend. One of the, everybody agrees, one of the worst movies ever made. Correct. Although I did laugh quite a bit watching that movie. <laughs> I did see it. Yes. Oh, I've seen it. <laughs> and I laughed a lot. It was on TBS when I saw it. I was like, I'm not paying to see this shit. I didn't pay to see it. <laughs> um, so Waterworld, <laughs> widely considered to be one of the greatest flops of all time. It did make $21 million. However, however, oh. mm. it cost well over $300 million to make. Oh my make. gosh. So, uh, that one good. <laughs> no, in I fact, saw Waterworld in the theater. That $21 million from opening weekend represented 24% of everything they made on that movie. Oh, no. Yeah, yeah. Oh, that's so, terrible. Yeah, that, that, that was a rough one. When did that come out? I was pretty young. I remember my middle sister had it on VHS, so... So it had to have been like mid nineties. Yeah, it was, I was young. Cause I went with, it was Rachel and me and our parents, like my dad and maybe her mom and dad went and saw it and Rachel and I enjoyed it. <clears throat> but I remember thinking back being like, if the two of us <laughs> at the ages of like 11 liked it, it must've been a terrible fucking movie. <laughs> and Logic out the window. <laughs> yeah. Now, here's one that's going to shock you. This film made $992,000 in its opening weekend. What movie was that? Why, it was Kirk Cameron Saving Christmas. (laughs) Kirk Cameron's Saving Christmas made more in its opening weekend than Morbius that has a fucking Oscar winner. Oh, no. Jared Leto's got to give up on uh, making superhero movies because, yeah, buddy, he was a terrible joker 
and yeah. then he pulls this you just Let gotta it go, hang Jared. it up bro it's yeah. done it's okay he's it's like he's so pretentious though to me like i feel like he's going to keep doing these movies to prove like he has that the skill to make this work yeah and I'm like, just let it go. He just, he's such a weirdo. And it's, and I mean, I think he's always been a weirdo. Oh yeah. For sure. But I feel like a lot of us still had a place in our heart for him because he was Jordan Catalano from my so-called life. And like, we loved him. So it was like, oh, I root for Jared Leto for many years. I feel like we all were rooting for him being like, he's weird, but like, it's okay. It's fine. He's Jordan Catalano. And now I'm just like, we gave it up. We, he lost it. He lost all of us. We were all big fans, not even big fans. We were just rooting for him. Yeah. We were rooting for him. And now I'm, I'm like, I don't <laughs> care. You're dumb. You keep making terrible choices in movies. I didn't even know him from that. Uh, I just... I was like, he's talented. I just want you to stop being such a fucking weirdo. Like, yeah. let people like you. Stop being a weirdo so people will like you. Right. Because <laughs> I like we would. I felt like people wanted to like him. And he looks great. That's the other, like, you're such a good looking guy. You're very talented. I can't remember who we were talking to. I Was it Wogan? Was it Wogan that said he was the prettiest person in Dallas Buyers Club? I think so. I don't want to attribute because last time I was wrong about smoke point. Uh, oh yeah, you texted us about being wrong about our smoke points <laughs> avocado. So uh, please oil. forgive me, Wogan, if I have misattributed a quote to you. Uh, I, I'd never want to disappoint you again. <laughs> yes, but I feel like he was the one that was saying that he was like the prettiest man or something like that, and he was. Oh he was no, like, I didn't disagree with him. He's yeah, absolutely correct. Beautiful. <laughs> Just so, ugh, ugh. Just stop being a weirdo. Just stop. Like, just he just makes people not want to like him. And I'm like, but you don't have to do that. Part of your job is to be semi-likable. Yeah, somewhat charming. Yeah, just a little bit. Just a little bit. <sighs> well, in other news. <laughs> uh, representative from Texas, Louis Gohmert, is really really mad he's mad because republicans are no longer allowed to lie to congress or the fbi so he was speaking to newsmax uh which you know it's newsmax and he was talking about uh navarro um being indicted and he said <laughs> out loud <laughs> He said the quiet part out very loud. <laughs> it actually puts an exclamation point on the fact that we have a two-tier justice system. If you're a Republican, you can't even lie to Congress or lie to an FBI agent or they're coming after you. They're going to bury you. They're going to put you in the D.C. jail and terrorize and torture you and not live up to the Constitution there. So he was referencing Democrats apparently getting away with stuff. Um, but yeah, <laughs> and people kept being like, um, just so you're aware that <laughs> it's never been okay for people to lie to Congress or the FBI. I was like, Louis, what are you doing? You're an idiot. It, it, this is how I know like gerrymandering is like a thing. Oh my God. Because yeah. there is no way no in way. hell that he should be able to run he could run run against like a sentient block of cheese and i'd vote for the cheese yeah like there's like, no way i could ever vote for this idiot that cheese has got some good policy mm. ideas he knows when to shut up yeah, i, I like dig that. it <laughs> if you're a republican you can't even lie to congress or <laughs> lie to an fbi agent oh you could mean commit a federal felony <laughs> felony like what you how are the <laughs> just i don't get it you're right gerrymandering is so real because there's oh, just it, no way that this man should be making decisions for our lives like that's what always kills me i'm like you're you're in charge of things you fucking dummy yeah this guy lied to Congress and he got arrested. And you're like, huh, 
this is fucking unbelievable. I can't believe it. They won't let us lie to Congress anymore. So you've been lying to Congress already? <laughs> Let's look back at some of your other statements then, you this, a-hole. That's what I'm saying. I was like, are we going to investigate this? Because he just admitted that he lies. Yeah, this sounds like something that uh, Merrick Garland is probably like doing the Birdman hand rub in the background. Like, <laughs> I bet. I got you. I got you. Oh, love it. You gotta be fucking. <laughs> <laughs> it just makes no sense. The more I think about this, like the angrier and like to the point where I'm gonna look like I'm the crazy person for right. being like, you gotta be fucking kidding me. <laughs> like, whoa, fuck Brian. You, fuck you, bitch. Fuck you. <laughs> <laughs> it's not that big of a deal. It's a big deal. He's just lying. He just admitted to it. He just admitted he lied to Congress. Oh. This is what makes all of us so angry where I'm like, are we going to do something? We got to do something, right? Something's going to be done. And then that's where we get so, and then you're right. Then we seem like we're crazy. And I'm like, but we're not. And like, not to get all like, not to get too serious, but I will say like, this is why I hate that both sides are the same shit because while Democrats have their issues, I firmly believe that if a Democrat was lying, they would get arrested and you wouldn't get like a, a Bobby Rush on TV going like, they not go even let us lie to Congress no more. Ain't <laughs> exactly. this some shit? Exactly. That's exactly it. I'm like, Democrats are a fucking mess too, but not, not like this. Like, it would, it's just like, not the I same. think like the Democrats are like, they've got a good heart, but they're just fucking idiots. Whereas <laughs> the, the Republicans like this Louis Gohmert are just fucking evil. And a fucking idiot. Yes. And then they like, but they like, and they weirdly have each other's backs. And they're like, oh, we'll just like, we'll we'll vouch for you. We'll we'll stomp for you. We'll do all this. And I'm like, this is why they keep winning because they're I, awful. I hate that gentleman's agreement shit. Like, yes. Yep. Because you're operating under like these rules where like, well, we'll we'll operate under these gentlemanly rules, and they're like great they're operating under gentlemanly rules so that means we can do whatever we want yes exactly (laughs) exactly i'm like can we get down in the mud and play dirty because i'm tired of this shit yeah this is why i i'm down with like i'm I'm, i was down with like the lincoln project help because there were some people that were like i don't want the help of the lincoln project you know Mm -hmm. because they're just going low and when we go low they go high and i'm like you missed the whole point of michelle obama's speech first of all but second of all I don't have a problem diving in the mud because this yeah. shit is serious. If we got to get dirty, we got to get dirty. Let's dirty. get dirty. Let the enemy of uh, the enemy of my enemy is my friend. Yep. Bring all these disgruntled ass Republicans on if they will help us get these fuckers out of the <laughs> office. I don't give a shit. I don't care. <laughs> I just don't care. Let's bring them down. Like that's I'm yeah exactly. We'll worry about the other shit later. <laughs> <laughs> like let's just take them down. Like why are we trying to be so? oh well we have to we have to do shit they don't work with us ever why do we keep trying to reach out to them fuck them let's burn the system down let's take over i'm ready i hate it what else are republicans (laughs) what else are republicans mad about sterling republicans are pissed the hell off and i will tell you why because in joe biden's america okay and that's out of control border. Oh. Uh, drugs are getting seized at the border before they can even get into the hands of the Americans that they were coming to. How dare they seize these drugs before they get into the hands of Americans? How dare they do this? Okay, if the founding fathers were alive today, they would be so pissed, okay? Because if Jeffrey in Youngstown, Ohio wants to get high off methamphetamines, then damn it, he should be able to. He should be able to do just that. If Stephen in Omaha, Nebraska wants to get some fentanyl, <clears throat> guess what? He should be able to get that fentanyl. <laughs> God, this, who was it? Was it? <clears throat> oh, I got him here. Let's see. So Bill Haggerty. Of Republican, uh, Republican uh, representative, mm-hmm. one thousand, and he said this shit like it was a gotcha. <laughs> oh. 
1,292 pounds of fentanyl, which killed more than 100,000 Americans last year, was seized at our southern border in April, a more than 420% increase compared to April 2020. This is a crisis and Biden needs to address it now. Seems like it was addressed when it was, it was seized addressed. at the border. <laughs> I'm like, well, that's so much. And it's like, that shit is real. Like we get alerts at work about fentanyl and everything because, you know, we work in community mental health. We have a substance use program. Fentanyl is no fucking joke. No. That shit kills people dead. Like, fast and it's laced in everything so the fact that they see that much and they said it was an increase from last year right that means a they 420 percent increase seized so that much more from coming in and they are pissed off about it i it i'm just like wow wow even when we do even when biden does the right thing they're not they're they just can't be happy about it he could go outside and be like, we did it. We solved climate control. The ozone layer is fully intact. Fuck that. Burn a hole in it. Yep, they'll burn a hole in it. They'll shoot rockets through it to make sure it opens back up. They'll go outside and like create a big old bonfire, just like plastic shit, just to try to like tear through the ozone. <laughs> Our favorite Ted Cruz. <clears throat> oh. 7.1 million in meth seized at the Laredo port of entry. Hashtag Biden border crisis. What's the fucking crisis, the crisis? that they didn't? I, I tweeted this and uh, the Senator Rafael Cruz, because his name's not Ted. He's not Raphael. some te- he's not some Texas cow man. He's not like, Theodore. He's, his name is Rafael Cruz and he went to an Ivy League school. Stop <laughs> acting like you're an everyman. Anyway, right. Raphael said that was a, a, a Biden border crisis. And I was like, what's the border crisis? Are you a meth dealer? Like they're the only ones in crisis right now. Their meth isn't getting through, they're pissed. What the fuck are we gonna do? Like, I don't understand, fuck Ted Cruz. What an idiot. What just the biggest loser on the planet. I hate him. But like, this is, it just, it doesn't make any sense. This is a good thing. This is, they're doing exactly what they're supposed to be doing and they're still, pissed about it like i it just i i feel like i'm missing something it's you just, know what i mean it's always weird to me when like they complain about like this kind of bust yeah but if like a local police department posts you know those dumbass pictures yeah, where they'll spread pictures. the guns out on the table yeah. and put like two little dime bags of weed and be like we stopped this from reaching the streets and i'm like uh congratulations <laughs> like yeah, i this you is just, like $50 worth of stuff. You just ruined like some college freshman's Friday night. Like, right. Uh, like this is nothing. Congrats. Absolute zero. Zero things. Your medal yeah. is in the mail. But they'll like promote the shit out of that. Like, look at our men in blue. They're out yeah. here doing the burr, 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 burr. And then, you know, Biden's people go out there and they catch some shit at the border. And it's like, ugh, these fucking guys are, it's, it's a crisis. Too many drugs. The the open borders, the open borders are going crazy. I'm like, but it was seized. It was seized. They stopped it. Do you know what seized means? They did the right thing. Because according to Webster's Dictionary, it means (laughs) to take possession of. Verb. Oh my God. I don't get it. I mean, I get it because they're all trash. Like, I don't get it. (laughs) Just never... again we i said this a few weeks ago i'll say it again we're talking like these people are acting with logic that's true and they are not they are not speaking (laughs) of illogical things that have been happening so this has been blowing up on twitter today yesterday and today and it's a reddit post um now if you're ever on reddit or twitter or instagram you might see the am I the asshole? And it's A-I-T-A. So am I the asshole for not having catering at my wedding? So here's the thing. I'm going to read this post because I don't know if all of our listeners have seen this, but this shit is... Whack-a-doodle. I think that's the clinical term. That's the clinical term. 
me and my fiance just got married two months ago and we had our dream wedding. Everything was perfect. And I mean everything. My parents and his parents helped us pay for a great chunk of the wedding so we would be debt free. And we are so eternally grateful for that. The issue arose about a month and a half ago when my aunt started posting on Facebook about how disappointed she was with the whole ordeal and a few guests sided with her. Background. <clears throat> my fiance and I are huge Disney fans and we travel to Disney World as much as we can throughout the year. Disney is such an important part not only to us but also our marriage. The issue was with our decision to not offer catering services slash bar services at our wedding due to routing the money towards having a wedding Minnie and Mickey make appearances at our special day. The cost to have both Minnie and Mickey for a good chunk of time, 30 minutes, was almost exactly what our parents allotted for our catering budget. So we scheduled an appearance during our first dance and our wedding photos. Foregoing served food, though there was plenty of facilities at the venue where people could eat. My parents were still very supportive of us, but everyone else is being passive aggressive about it on Facebook. Am I the asshole? Oh, and to those asking, if the guests were warned, we clearly outlined in the invitations that there was food available at the venue. We didn't exactly spell out every restaurant's menu, but it was certainly mentioned. There were also vending machines available throughout. So Brian, are they the assholes? I don't wanna say that they are assholes. I will say that they are fucking morons, however. <laughs> exactly. So I was like, I don't feel like this was malicious. No. That to me would take it to like asshole level. Correct. However, come on, buddy. You expect these people to come all the way to you, bring you a gift. Like weddings are expensive. Like yeah. to travel to. Yeah. To, you got to pay for like hotel, you, you, rental car in some cases, like you got to do all this stuff and you can't even give me a sandwich. Right. Like just, and it's one meal. Cause I'm like, we had, we had food. Both of us had lots of food at our weddings, bars, all that stuff. It's just like, and like open bar versus non-open bar, whatever. I'm not going to argue that, but you have food. Yeah. You feed people. That's part of it. Yeah. Like that's when you're walking around, taking everybody's sitting down. It's the one time where everybody's sitting down where you can walk around, get your pictures, do all that yeah. shit. Yeah. Like, Say hi, mingle. And you might want a sandwich. <laughs> I mean, right. And it's also like a couple of hours. Like weddings aren't like usually that short. It's yeah. Most and, weddings are a little bit longer. And there are ways around, like, to mitigate the, like, we did food trucks. Yeah. Like, Oh, and those were good. And, yeah, hell yeah, they were. <laughs> yeah, and it good. brought down the cost, like, quite a bit. Yeah. We went we to. Did, we did appetizer things, but it was a huge buffet of appetizers, and their mini burgers were still the size of regular burgers. Like, it was. If you didn't tell me it was an appetizer burger, I would have guessed it was just like a regular burger. Exactly. Like I was like, there were wraps and stuff. Everything was like small bites, but there was a billion things. We had so many leftovers. So like, that's how we cut the cost was like just an appetizer wedding dinner, but it was massive amounts of food. And like alcohol, we went to Trader Joe's and bought a shit ton of three buck chuck. There you I go. Mean, bingo, enough. bingo. And also it's a wedding, at least it's a wedding. in our social circle. Uh <laughs> There would just happen to be random bottles floating, at least through my reception. Yes, exactly. Uh, to the point where, you know, I, I was standing, <laughs> this is a sidebar. Uh, <laughs> I was caught talking to like some family member I hadn't talked to in forever. And I'm like, okay, all right, I gotta, gotta get going, gotta get going. And all of a sudden, like a hand like snakes through like the crowd and hands me like an cup of ice and then a, another hand like snakes through and it's like bullet bourbon being there poured into my cup I'm like oh okay well 
Yeah, sure, hey, Pat. Let's sit here and talk a few more minutes, I guess. Let's do this. <laughs> it's uh, spending your catering budget on a Mickey and Minnie Mouse. And here's the deal. I'm not going to judge Disney adults. You do you. Whatever makes you happy. By all means. But like having a Mickey and Minnie come <laughs> to your wedding as opposed to feeding your guests might be a bit much. Yeah, that's a, that's eh. <sighs> so yeah. Yeah, I mean, look, I I like some childish shit. Don't get me wrong. I right. mean, last night I was up till eleven thirty watching professional wrestling. Okay, <laughs> see, exactly. far be it for me to cast the the stone of judgment. <laughs> right. But sometimes, you know, even though it's your day, a lot of people, especially if your parents pay for it, like. Right. That's the thing that gets me. So like if if it, you saved up all your money and you're like, you know what, this is what I want. Hey, I wouldn't do it, but I get it. It's your money. Yep. Your parents paid for this. Shit. Yeah, I think your parents deserve to have a sandwich and maybe a glass of wine. I'm just going to throw that out there. Buddy, if their child is the type to want Mickey Mouse at their wedding, they definitely deserve a glass of wine. <laughs> Are we there? Did we make it? We did. And we only had like one little hiccup of seriousness. And I'm very proud of us. I'm proud of us too. We did it. It's a fucking nightmare right now. And we're doing okay. We kept this shit light. We laughed to the point that like my temples hurt. (laughs) So this was good. This was good. But we made it. So I don't know how you would like to do this. I don't know if you want to do it. Rapid fire, you go, I go, or you want to give me all yours. But Sterling, who in the year of our Lord, 2022, season two of the Life is Mile podcast, who has been able to get it? Well, I'm glad you asked. So, you know, I'm just going to, I'm going to go through my five, uh, my top five for this year. um, And then we'll hit yours up. That works for me. So, I think I only have one repeat on here. <laughs> and you know who it Gee, is. Gee, I wonder who it is. <laughs> Spoiler I'm alert. I'm Spo- a- <laughs> Spoiler alert. He almost made my list. So <laughs> I'm gonna start with my boyfriend, Oscar Isaac. Um, <laughs> he fine as hell. When I had COVID, I finally watched Moon Knight because I was like, he'll bring me joy. And I was like, I don't even know what happened in that show, but that man is so fucking good looking it's ridiculous and he had that british accent Mm, love him so forever and ever he's always gonna make the list (laughs) there was (laughs) all else fails he's on there there were numerous scenes where it was him twice and i was like (gasps) sterling's gonna lose her shit when she was two oscar isaacs in the same room she is not gonna be able to compose herself in any way to be productive whatsoever <laughs> like that's gonna ruin her for like days <laughs> totally was like this is amazing i was like i don't even know what's happening i just, am fully invested you're just sitting there just like sweating <laughs> <laughs> oh he's so beautiful um so my next one uh, this is this is a good choice to me because I think he's very attractive, but I also think he's one of the greatest actors out there right now. And it's Brian Tyree Henry from Atlanta. Like everything he's in now, I did not see the Eternals because I heard it was trash, but like everything he's in, I think he is just fucking stellar. And like he's just, and I think he's just got really beautiful skin. <laughs> <laughs> he's super talented he's super attractive and his skin is just always just very flawless <laughs> he's an attractive man i'm a fan yeah. of his uh he was in um i don't know if you watched this is us yes uh he was in season two two i think i think it was season two he played william's cousin in memphis and i was like oh damn the brother can sing too damn what can't you do 
He's so talented. He's so talented. He can play any kind of role. Yes. I love him. I love him. He's so good. Um, <clears throat> my next one is John Cho. Because, come on. <laughs> like, he's been around forever. The man does not age. Let's be real about this. And also during COVID, I watched the show The After Party. And so I was looking up, like, is there going to be a season two? Because it's kind of a one season type of a show. And there is going to be a season two. And John Cho is going to be in it. And then I was like, you know, he could get it. And like, he's been able to get it for many years. And I can't believe he's never made the list. So John Cho, absolutely. Um. And my last two, now these, these folks, <laughs> so one of them, I'm, I'm not embarrassed about my choice. I'm mildly embarrassed about the show that he is on. So during COVID, again, during my bout of COVID, you get bored. There's nothing to do. So you watch a lot of TV. So my parents got Paramount Plus and there is the show called FBI. <laughs> on it now i highly recommend this show if you are a fan of law and order it is by dick wolf so it's got that same formula to it but they also do a good job of being like fuck the police <laughs> uh you know like we don't like anti-muslim rhetoric uh there was one episode where there's like this dude with serious mental illness i had to like take a break in that one because i started crying like it's real like they do a good job of being like the world is a dumpster fire so one of the main characters, his name Omar Zidane, and he is played by Zico Zaki, who is an Egyptian man who is like 6'6", bearded. He is clearly my type of human. He is just very attractive and he walks with so much swagger. Mm. I am, there are four seasons and I am almost done with all of them. <laughs> and I just be like, hello, Zico. Hello, Omar, Agent Z Zidane. Uh, so... He can definitely get it. And then my last one. So this one, this one is a, is a, is an odd choice for me. I don't I usually tend to stick with the actors and newscasters. Um, but this one is the general manager, the coach, the head, I don't know what you call a coach in baseball. The manager. The manager. Yes. <laughs> of the San Francisco Giants, Gabe Kapler. Ooh, so he, I just discovered who he was, what, last week, <laughs> the week before. <laughs> and this is where I got pissed. As you are well aware, my husband is from San Francisco and is a massive Giants fan, but he has not watched the Giants in a long time. I get on Twitter. I see some dude named Gabe Kapler is trending. I was like, who the hell is this fine piece of ass? like god damn and then i was like i'm sorry is this the giants coach i was like carl um did you just stop watching it when they hired this beautiful man <laughs> and so look he knows then, your type and he didn't want to tempt you <laughs> he sure didn't and then the other day i couldn't remember his name i was like what's the what's the coach's name again he was like uh, -uh nope <laughs> he was like, i'm just like i'm just gonna tell you <laughs> but i was like he is so good looking and he is like a social justice. -y. He was like, I'm not going out for the national anthem till our country gets right. I was like, okay, Gabe, hello. <laughs> so I'll be attending as many Giants games as I possibly can. Uh, that, that is my number one for this season. That man is very handsome. That is hilarious because Carl does not get excited in public, will run up and openly high five people wearing Giants gear if he sees them in public yep. and he will never do that to anyone else so that you haven't seen that is quite hilarious I know <laughs> <sighs> yeah those are my those are my five Brian who in the year of our lord 2022 end of season two of life is mild can get it all right, so season two, we've we've had a great run. So I'll start yeah. us off with uh, Padma Lakshmi. I can never oh. say her last name. Me either, but she's beautiful. Uh, the pretty Indian cook <laughs> from uh, Top Chef. <laughs> uh, that Indian is cook. 
that's how I found her a, a couple of years ago when I was like watching Top Chef. Like, oh, who is that? Yeah. Uh, pretty <laughs> Indian cook. And of course she was result number one. <laughs> I love when that's how we have to Google things. And I'm like, I hope nobody finds this. Oh yeah, no, my, no, my Google results are, results are all fucked up. So. Terrible. <laughs> so yeah, Padma, love her. She's beautiful. She seems to never age because she's like 51 and she right? looks half that. Because uh, she's unproblematic, minds her own business, cooks her little Indian food and yeah. shit's fantastic. Uh, number four, I'm going to go with Ming Na Wen. Nice choice. Now, nice see, choice. I've been crushing on Ming Na Wen since Joy Luck Club. Yeah. And I will submit to you that she looks better today yep. than she did then. 100%. And that's not a slight to her then, because nope. she was a smoke show then. I, uh, I 100% agree. Uh, you know who else has done that sidebar? Nev Campbell. Neff Campbell yes. is a cute, like, she's not even like a cute girl, whatever. But I watched that damn Lincoln Lawyer show. Again, <laughs> boredom gets you. Shout out to COVID. <laughs> <laughs> that show, I like that show, but she looks fantastic. Better looking now than she did then. Same with Ming. I was like, she looked good in Joy Luck Club, but like, she has aged so fucking well. It, it's it's like sometimes in a Boba Fett, I'd just be like, God damn, she pretty. Yeah. <laughs> I'm sorry, I gotta, I gotta rewind this. I don't even know no, what the hell's going again. on right here. Where the hell did this dude come from? I gotta, I was focused on one part of the screen here. <laughs> uh, number three, Joy Taylor. Oh, yeah. oh God, I love Joy Taylor. <laughs> one, obviously, she's gorgeous. Like, I don't need to tell you. Just Google her if you don't know who she is. Mm-hmm. But she is so savage to people who try to come at her on some old, like, oh, you're a woman. You don't know this about mm-hmm. sports. And she just eviscerates them. Like, she goes to their Twitter page and looks at them. And then she goes through some of their tweets. And goes through some of their pictures. So her insults are personal and pointed. And it's just, you don't see that from people who like have a national following. No, you don't. (laughs) Like (laughs) she takes the time. Like her words are so important to her that if she's going to take the time to insult you, God damn, they go hurt. (laughs) (laughs) I like it. Next up. NBA season's going on right now. Finals are on. Our hetero, uh, my hetero life mates team is just tied it up. You saw that. Saw that. Malika Andrews. There you go. Good choice. Leads the way on the uh, on the NBA pregame show. Got Rachel Nichols up out the paint. (laughs) (laughs) Look, ESPN saw Malika Andrews and was like all right, you mean to tell me that she knows basketball, gives the best interviews, and we ain't got to put up with like some of Rachel Nichols' somewhat racist opinion of her coworkers? Yep. Yeah. we got to sign her up. Yeah, we go give her her own show. That's fine. (laughs) That's fine. And number one, now, I know a lot of listeners have been curious. It's it's the will they, won't they, the, the Ross and Rachel of of the podcast game if you Ross will. And <laughs> and I got to say it it's been very difficult for me to like not weekly come on here and like sing the praises of this person. She's yeah. beautiful. She's super talented. Every week you find out something new about this person and you're like, "God damn, this person is awesome." And I was sitting down, getting ready to watch uh, the new Doctor Strange movie. Mm-hmm. And well, I found out it wasn't quite out on Disney Plus yet. So then I switched over to ESPN, where our winner, 
uh, with apologies to Elizabeth Olsen. Mina Kimes was on TV. Mina Kimes. <laughs> I love Mina Kimes. She is such a nerd. She's, love it. She's so good at her job that she has, like, there's a couple of football players that talk about how she's, like, their literal best friend. Like, Mina comes to our house and watches football. These are, like, guys who played in the NFL, and they Jeez. love Mina Kimes that much, talk, like, her knowledge of the game. Um, and of course she destroys people on Twitter, but they're like too dumb to figure out that they've been destroyed. So they just like keep talking into the void. Yeah. Uh, but Mina Kimes, she is my winner for 2022 season two. Congratulations, Mina. Maybe next year, Elizabeth Olsen. Maybe next year. (laughs) Fingers crossed. (sighs) Ah, well, this has been another season of the life is mild podcast we want to thank you all for sticking with us for being our fun listeners having a good time going through this hellscape of the world with us and we hope we've been able to make you laugh and enjoy the world a little bit <laughs> it's hard it's hard just a touch just a it, touch. Is hard. So, it's, it is hard it's hard so uh we'll see you in the fall everybody yeah Bye.